Welcome back to the EV Diaries. Oh, wait, it's the Rural EV Diaries. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to get used to. Uh, this is where we look at electric vehicles in small town America. I am Ben, and again, I am joined by... Brent Jackson. All right, so the last episode, we sort of hit on the, the why would you want an EV. We went over some pros and cons. Now, one of the things that, that you mentioned was, um, you know, what does it look like, you know, when you go on trips? What does right. it look like day to day? So, let's sort of hit, as an EV guy, I'm going to let you just sort of question me okay. on what my day to day, week to week, typical running around town right. activity uh, looks like. Okay. So... If you're in small town America, and I think we discussed, we we live in a county of about seventy thousand people. Yep. City's about ten. Yep. I don't know how many square miles we got, but you can't go anywhere without driving twenty miles one way. Yep. Uh, sort of feels like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so anyway, if you find yourself in this situation, keep in mind that I've got a BMW i3 with a range extender, which means a ninety mile battery and a 90-mile gas tank because it's technically a hybrid. Right. California says so. Right. And uh, I very rarely, if ever, use gasoline, but it has come in handy. And, in fact, uh, we can talk about my trip to Beattyville last right. weekend. Okay. Or last week. Uh, Beattyville is how many miles from here? Mm. Gosh, I would 30. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think it's 30 once you get on Highway 30. Yeah, well, that's what it feels okay, like for sure. So, so, yeah, I, I was thinking about Jack. Yeah, I was thinking about Jackson County. Gosh, I don't know. I've not been enough. Okay. I, I, I feel like, well we'll, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Interviewer, Mr. Brent. Yep. Um, I am Mr. Evie Guy. Yep. Ask away. Okay, so the first question that I have initially, because my only connection to this that I have that has a battery all the time that has to stay charged is my phone. Right. So I'm making sure this sucker is active all the time because it's very useful in my day-to-day life, as it is everybody's. So my first question would be, do you charge your EV or have to charge it every night? Um, just like your phone, it depends on how much you use it. Okay. Okay, um, on the days that I only go ten or twelve miles, uh, which are very few and far in between, right? Uh, when I go ten or twelve miles, I don't have to charge it every day. Okay, um, my battery, the the way it is, it's. Uh, I think it was rated as a thirty-two kilowatt hour battery. Okay. Okay. Um, and when I got it, there's a little secret setting, and I think mine had depreciated down, which got a battery management system. You don't know that you're getting the full story because it's got software into it that is designed to protect the battery. Mm. It won't let you overcharge it. It won't let you run it completely to zero. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess technically you can, but it tries to fight your tooth and nail right. to do it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, 
it showed that the usable amount of my, my battery was like 29.5% when I first got it. To be fair, you know, here I am 30,000 miles later and I haven't checked it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I should do that. I'll have to find the YouTube video. It shows me how to, how to find that. But I haven't noticed any any depreciation in, in my range. Mm-hmm. But I can typically um, a mile per percent. Okay. Uh, in yeah. Well, it, well, we're we're in winter time, but it's been sort of mild here the last couple of days. That's typically what I run. Now in the summer, I'll get a mile and a half, sometimes two miles per percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not linear either. It seems like it does better, and then it, it, it drops off as you deplete the battery. Um, when it's super cold outside, you might as well cut that in half. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, we had that cold spell where it got super, super duper cold. Um, whereas I would, you know, charge at 80%, I'd have 80 miles, give or take. is more like uh, 50. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I didn't go to too many places because yeah of course it was over christmas too so yeah you know everybody was home and and uh fortunately well can't go can't go see my parents without driving 30 miles around trip yeah um of course my my mother-in-law she she's only three miles away so <laughs> you know it's, it's one of those it's how far you drive it yeah of course temperature and people don't realize their phone that temperature affects their phone too uh but nine times out of ten, your your phone's kept somewhere close to your body, so yeah. you know. But let let me tell you what, if you uh, <laughs> let me tell you what, feel like I feel. Uh, if you leave your phone in your car overnight, <laughs> don't be surprised if your battery yeah is depleted. It, no, <laughs> just uh, I mean it's come back to the question. Um, it depends on how much I drive. Right. So uh, typically I never go more than two days, but if I pull in a driveway and I'm above 50%, I'll usually just let it ride. Mm-hmm. But if I pull in the driveway, I'm at 30%, oh yeah, charging that thing. Right. And I, I mentioned it and we'll, we'll get into why in another episode, but I usually run it between 80% and 20%. Now, does that mean it's not been to 100%? Yeah. It has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did. The aforementioned Beatty Bill uh, knew that I would need as much range as I could get. Yeah. So I charged it to 100% and then um, tried not to get below 20, but there's, you know, there's just times. That and you, you have but, to and so you've never run out. Your car's never quit on you. Never quit on me. Okay, but now you do have the gas option. I do have the gas option. And without that gas option, I have been in situations, uh, a lot of times by choice, Yeah. a lot of times it's just poor planning. Right. Okay. See, that's the key to me. That's what I, That's kind of where I was going with the necessity of charging it every day because I'm, I feel dumb. And so to compensate for that stupidity, I try to be as habitual as possible. Right. So I'm going to charge my phone almost every single night because I don't know what to anticipate the next day. Right. Right. And I mean, and that's that's probably the way I should be with my car. Uh, 
So you don't think so it's, it was, it's it's laziness, I guess. Well, well, and I mean, I get that. It's, so in my household, it's a fight for chargers, right? right. Like I've got two kids and, and my wife, and we're constantly, where's the charger? And we've got them everywhere. Um, but sometimes it can be hard to find one. Well, you're not, you're not going to have that with an EV. Nobody else is going to try to hog your charger, as long as you've only got right. one anyway. Right. Um, but you don't think, because this is everybody else's concern too, i gotta, I got to think, because there's all these myths around, and I, I know how it works, but I'll let you talk about it a little more. Um, battery depletion does happen over time, but from what I know about it, it should be a lot less of a concern than we let it be. In other words, if you charged it every night, it's not going to make that difference. No. Big of a difference. No. And, and again, it's, that comes back to how you treat the battery. That's one of the reasons I tried to operate it between 80% and 20% because studies were done mm -hmm. that showed that to maximize your battery life is that's the operating range. Um, DC fast charging where you're trying to pump as much charge into a battery as, as possible in the shortest amount of time is harder on the battery than charging at level two, which is charging at level one. Level two, in case you don't know, is like a 240, um, 240 volt home charger. I've got one at my home. Or some of your public chargers that are not DC fast chargers are, well, they're, they are 240 volt. Um, so they're, they're delivering um, your energy for your battery to, to charge your battery at a higher rate than just plugging into 120. And when, if I say level one, I mean 120 volts. Uh, just to give you a ballpark, 120 volts, uh, you'll get four to five miles of range added per hour. Level two, uh, home charging or again, public charging. Um, we'll give you 20 miles ballpark per hour of charge and then DC fast charging you can go you know fill that sucker up and anywhere from 15 to 15 minutes to an hour um, but is that is a little harder on the battery it, though right it, it does um, it does hurt the battery mm -hmm. um, and I mean it's it's not optimum to to do that all the time um, one of the uh, the earlier listeners and I talked about her story um, she uh, has a uh, I think it was a Nissan Leaf and it had been uh, she had some sort of uh, module that could plug into the, the communication port and uh, it showed that it had been DC fast charged to death. Mm -hmm. She actually got batteries replaced under oh, uh, yeah. under the uh, warranty. Huh. Um, and there again, she, she was driving a used EV, got the batteries replaced by Chevy, hmm. and they actually upgraded her batteries when they went in because her batteries had a, a yeah. you know, yeah. same, same size, bigger pack. Yeah. So she felt like she had a new car. Yeah. And I forget which episode that, that is, but, uh, I mean, it was a great story. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, um, like I said, I've, I've not known or not seen any depletion mm -hmm. of my battery, but there again, I've DC fast charged it maybe 
a half a dozen times, right. ten at the most. But like that would only be a situation to do that is an emergency trip. or a really long trip. Yeah. Like I say, an emergency. It's where you forgot to plug your battery in. Oh shoot! I got to take my child. We live. Um, we've, we've got hospitals obviously around here, but there's other hospitals in a city that's about an hour away. Right. Oh, I forgot to charge my car. I've got to take such and such to the hospital. I've got to go 75 miles, and I've only probably got 30. Right. So if you get to a DC fast charger, it's like okay, that's yeah, what I would use. yeah. It's a, of course, an emergency situation. You still don't want to, you know. <laughs> uh, but that being said, um, yeah, the trouble is there's just not a DC fast charger between here and Lexington. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are between here and Knoxville though. Okay. So, um, well, another question I kind of want to get into, which is more of the fun side, is performance-wise. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about your uh, i3 now in comparison to your Mini Cooper? And I know Mini Coopers are really fun to drive. Oh, gosh. I love driving that car. I'm sure. Like, I never got to get behind them. There's a, there's a special packaged one that a friend of mine had, and I had a Mazda RX-8. And I had him drive it, and I said, well, how did that compare? And I kept, it was the supercharger, supercharged Mini. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to tell you something right now. The RX-8 would not be able to handle the Mini Cooper, the supercharged version of it. Oh, so man. I'm sure they're a, a lot of fun to drive. So just kind of compare the driving well, performance of both uh, cars. They're so, so, uh, the Mini Cooper's much more nimble. Right. Um, the tires I have on that i3 are, are like super narrow yeah. that, to cut down on rolling resistance. Right. Um, it's a higher profile car, mm-hmm. uh, so it's you know much taller. Right. That being said, Mini Cooper Pro had the turbo, mm-hmm. had the uh, had the stick. Yeah. Sitting on the ground. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the wheelbase is short. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's great. Now, I three performance on takeoff much faster. Right. I mean, um, of course, you know it. it I top out at I think ninety six miles an hour is what the I three's tops out at. Um, it's also got different power settings that uh, I've got a Eco Pro that fifty six miles an hour is the the top. Really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, it you can bypass that, yeah. But it uh, dashboard likes to scream at you. Does yeah. it? Um, but that gives you your maximum battery range. I've got Eco Pro mode, which it stays in most of the time. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you could select anywhere from uh, I think fifty five to seventy five. Yeah. Um, as your top speed, so I've got it set sixty five miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, driving around town. I don't need to be driving around town no, right. 65 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, and then it's got the comfort mode, which, uh, you know, just absolutely as fast as you want to drive it. Right. Uh, of course, the faster you drive it, the faster the battery goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it's a fun car to drive, but it doesn't have that sports car feel right. that, that my Mini did. Right. The, the experience is different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you get these these car guys, uh, especially these high end car guys, you know, you can't compare uh, a tricked out yeah uh, Tesla. I mean, you know, what what was it, Ludacris that was yeah. that showed drag racing, yeah, and oh just yeah. beating everybody like a drum, right? Um, 
you know, that's awesome. But no, I get that. I get that rumble. I get that mm-hmm. the changing gears, the yeah. the you know operating the clutch. Right. I mean, the the experience is not the same. Well, and it may be better if I kind of reframe. So the Cooper is really not even in the same class, I would say, as what you're driving now. And, right. and the way I would the way I would frame that is like. I'll go back to the Corolla, for instance. If you looked at a Toyota Corolla. I could be a Corolla all over the place. And th- this is what I was going to say. And you start saying, well, is it fun to drive? No, probably not. Right. Does it have a lot of get up and go? No, probably not. Does it handle good? No, no, no. It's basically purchased by somebody who who is real conscious about gas mileage, mm-hmm. which is what this purchase is doing, but you're not sacrificing near the amount no, of no. performance. Right. So I that's mean, the point that... I don't even know what you would compare this to. Um, I mean, the fit and finish on the inside of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, BMW has done a nice job. Um, does it feel like a, a BMW? A um, hand luxury BMW? No, not really, because they've used all sorts of sustainable right. materials. Mm-hmm. The frame uh, is carbon fiber, which is accounts for a lot of the cost, but it accounts for the car being as light Mm -hmm. as it is. Um, But I mean, it is a BMW. I mean, it's, it's not a slouch car. Everything, everything's put together really nicely. Um, That being said, I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to. I mean, my wife has a a Nissan Rogue, Mm -hmm. which is a nice car. It's more fun to drive than the Nissan. Yeah, right. and um, you know it's so it's it's hard to compare. But yes, right. but as far as sitting there and, and I've I've had people roll up and just they thought they were going to eat my lunch. Yeah, you know? and yeah. it's just like the teenager in me comes out. Yeah, and I'm right. just like, oh yeah. It's it's like uh, we've got an interstate bridge up here across the I seventy five. And there's a uh, uh, stoplight right there mm-hmm. uh, on the on-ramp going north. And I have pulled up there. It's two lanes, and <laughs> shortly after you get a, uh, to the to the off-ramp coming south, it cuts down to to one lane. And uh, so I got, there's one night, first, first time I did this, I, this truck sitting there, and I forget what kind of truck it was. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, oh, he, of course. He's was, he was, yeah, he, like he was wanting to run. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting here. I just reached up and put it in comfort mode. I was doing 65 miles an hour by the time I got across the interstate bridge. Exactly. You know, crossing, what, six lanes of traffic there? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I mean, I never slowed down. But I mean, that's no time. Like, he, 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 he had gotten to the bridge mm-hmm. by the time I was off the bridge. Yeah. Like, I, that's kind of one of the neat things about EVs that people forget about. Like, I've heard stories based on celebrities talking about taking their friends for a ride in their Plaid Edition Tesla yeah, and scaring them to death. Yeah, yeah, it will pin you to the seat. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, and mine, when you, when you romp on it, mm-hmm. you, you know that you're moving. Even the Volt, you know, we've got the hybrid car with the co-op. It, It'll do, it'll do that for a short sure, period of time, you're too. Not, no. you're, you're not driving the full vehicle no. with, uh, in excess of the speed. <laughs> no, I, I know you're, first time I take it out, I want to see what it did. Yeah, 
I blew an Amish family off the road. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was so ironic. Oh, gosh. Um, but anyway. Yeah. That's funny. Well, All right. I'm trying. I don't. That's kind of, kind of, I can't think of any other questions really. Like everyday use. You're, you're charging it every day. Yep. Maybe not, though. It, de- you, it depends. Situational. Right. And so the biggest thing, this is one more thing that I want to get to. It changes your behavior, though, right? I have a feeling that if you went back to a gasoline-powered car, you'd drive it way more responsibly from a emission standpoint, probably. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, even if you went back. Because it kind of does that to you, you know, right? E- e- even though I can jackrabbit start, yeah. I, I don't, right. typically. Right. Uh, just because it's, it's you know, the, the, harder I, the, the more I use the battery. Yep. The, uh and I, I do, unless I'm on the interstate, I'm going at a res- relatively yeah. reasonable speed. Right. Um, I, I've always been a cruise control user. Yeah. Can't get my family used to it. Gosh, the, the, the Stinger that my wife drives has that adaptive cruise where you just turn it on and it will stay a certain you amount behind. So, nice. so you never have to touch it. And I, it's scary to get used to, but it will stop. Yeah. Before you hit somebody when you turn that on, yep. basically. I've, I've had rental cars with that, and it's great. It's awesome. Yes. It's, it's great. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'll, I'll set my cruise control yeah. at, uh, you know, going to Beattyville. And we'll, we'll have to talk about Beattyville yeah. later. But um, going over there, you know, speed limit on roads 55, uh Admitted wrongdoing here. <laughs> I set I set the cruise on sixty two, right? Um, and I just I just went. Mm-hmm. Never thought twice about it. Yeah. And I which I would have done that gasoline car too. Right. So, um, and that's the thing. I would have went that speed regardless. So, have I? Yeah, unless you put me back in another Mini Cooper, I'm, I'm probably going to drive like a, a responsible adult. Right, yeah. Yeah, you put me in a Mini Cooper and it's just yeah, it's game it. on. So, uh, I, uh, I, I really miss that car. I've thought, I've thought about getting another one, but I can't. I, I don't want to pay any insurance on, let's see, five cars. No, yeah, that would yeah, be good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'd get a discount on it. I, yeah, I mean, I miss <laughs> manual transmissions. I had a, Dakota they're just they're so just a fun. lot of fun to drive I yeah. mean they just are yeah they, they really are and that's one of the the saddest things I, I feel about EVs in general is that at some point mm-hmm. manual no. transmission is right is non-existent right and, and, and that's another thing that I like the audience to kind of feel about both of us because I really feel like we're both this way which is part of the reason why this podcast, I think, is so fun for us to do. It's like we're not in the tank, really, for anything. Not 100%. Right. Like Because I just don't feel like you can be on, on anything. Well, I, I think that's a, that's the approach to life in general. Yeah. You, you, you test, you experience, you, you live, and then you make a decision. I mean, it's just like... You ever had caviar? I have, yeah. Probably on sushi. I like sushi, so. Yeah. I mean, I. it's not the best thing I've ever eaten. It's not right. the worst thing. Right. If it's offered to me, I'll eat it. Yeah, right. But um, 
I know people that would, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> right, yeah, never even tried. Yep, you know, mm-hmm. and and they'll they'll come up with some excuse. Yep, and the 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 excuse is the idea of eating fish eggs. Exactly, is is just offensive to them and some you know. Yeah, it's like escargot. Yep. Oh gosh, went on a cruise. Am I going to order escargot from, you know? Yeah. The Burger Boy down here? Probably not. It's a good thing it's not on the menu. Exactly. But if it was on the menu, I'd have tried it at least once. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's pe- – people have their hang-ups. They do, and, and, and that's frustrating when it comes to something like this. Yeah. It's because – and that's why a lot of times I have this tendency to where if I've adopted something new, like I had the first Apple Watch and I yeah. had the first ever iPad. I will be quick to tell you the pros, but I'm going to point out specifically the negatives that I've seen with it because I think that way people know, okay, this guy is being real with me. Well, it's exactly. like I bought an iPad and the battery life, it just wasn't what I wanted it to be, and I didn't like that aspect exactly. of it. That's I, honest. I, I had a Gen 2 iPad. It was great until technology improvements. Right. And then it wasn't as great, and then now... It's a brick. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't have it anymore. I've got a, <laughs> got fourth generation, sixth generation. Yeah. I'm not sure what I just replaced with the the one I've got now. I don't even know what generation there. Yeah. I know my generation two watch. Doesn't hold charge worth crap. Yep. And it cuts in and out. It it just turns itself off for no reason. My wife and I we had our watches, and she had the most recent version, and now we went with these. Uh, these shark leash watches that are just like the old 1980s digital completely waterproof right you know like just back in the 80s watch and i like it because i never have to charge it and i can get it in the water and don't right. have to worry about it so right. i understand completely <laughs> it's just it's just how it is like you said we we live in experience and, and if you adapt what's you, good for you, you do and you and if you're intellectually honest with yourself and whoever talks to you about that you're in a better place, I think. Okay, we're, we're, this is going to transition into <laughs> to a mindset podcast yeah. because I think that's 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 what's killing everybody is is, yeah. is their mindset. Oh well, you're probably right. Yeah. Okay, so tune in next time for the talking it out <laughs> motivational podcast yeah. with Ben and Brent. Yeah. No, I I think that that's part of who we are, and um, golly, we should. We should really get into that. This episode, do you think the last one was long? This one's almost 27 minutes. Well, no, it's 27.15 now. So, yeah, we're going, we're going to have to wrap this up. But yeah. we we do need to – we'll venture into mindset. Maybe yeah. if we ever start a Patreon, we'll, we'll do the <laughs> motivation thing. There you go. All right, guys, let's wrap this up here. I think next time we're going to talk about, okay, what does a, a road trip look like? Now – I'll just tell you ahead of time, not to belabor this, I've taken a couple of road trips with my car. Keep in mind, I've got a 90-mile battery. (laughs) I don't have a 300-mile battery. So my experience, based on my imagined experience with a bigger battery, uh, they're going to be similar in a lot of ways, but then in a lot of ways they're going to be – actually, they're going to be very similar. You're just going to have to stretch it out longer. Uh, (laughs) But anyway – um, until next time, uh, this is the Rural EV Diaries. Again, I'm Ben. I'm Brent. And we will 
Talk to you next time.